Shout out to Kanye. Yeah, By the time this episode comes out, Juan Kanye's hopefully, hopefully Jesus is King. We're going to be bopping to that Chicago house house choir music. And I'm going to be, I'm going to use that on Sundays in the salon so we can have like a, you know, a Christian Sunday sponsored by Yeezy. I am looking forward to the album. I am too. I always I really look forward to your album. And I that doesn't mean I listen to them all nonstop, but Of course, yeah. Yeah. Kanye low key, Kanye is a bop. He does his marketing based on negative perception of black men. That's his gimmick. That's what the uh politicians do. Politicians don't be they do the same shit. All day, every day. It's all good. So I mean, I feel like and you said this on one of our episodes. Give yourself the permission to love your problematic artist. And honestly, everyone's problematic artist is going to be different to everybody. You know, like, like for some people, like they will just refuse other artists. Like for me, one of my, the artists that I don't fuck with at all is Kevin Gates. I just don't. I'm not a big fan. Eat the booty. I don't, I genuinely just don't like his music. He's, and that's just me. That's, that don't mean shit in the grand scheme of things. But you know what? I, I love Kanye, and I feel like it's too hard. She fake love Kanye. Okay, you're right. It is. She don't love Kanye. Like, well, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. But it's cool. No. But it's not. Okay, it's not fake. It's just, like, I mean, you fall in love it's with fair them. You fall in love with an artist, right? You fall in love with them. So for me, um, I be I like I literally like you know I appreciate their music I appreciate everything they do for the culture and then if they do something that I find is disrespectful I take it personal. Look, you know how I feel about Drake. Sydney is so, and I have no clue where this beef started. Like maybe it was a text message thread between the two of them, but Sydney is mad at motherfucking Drake. Like I don't know what you did to her, Aubrey. Just say sorry. Just say you sorry. <sighs> I mean, some his stuff does have a time and place, but ultimately, I just think I'm over his crying gimmick. Like he, all he'd be doing is crying. No, I give. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Let me let me add some some perspective to that because I just spent an entire maybe hundred or so hours in Canada, so I'm totally in a liaison for them now, oh, and. So the juxtaposition of being a Canadian white woman's child and a black American man's son could be an internal clusterfuck for a man like Aubrey. We're all adults. You got to eat that shit up already. I, I hear you. I hear you. And absolutely, he has opportunity for growth, which... Hopefully, we'll include a personal apology to Sid Rain for what the fuck ever. Anywho, I think within this frustration is going to blossom this grand opportunity of growth and said apology. Um, Drake really is, that's a fucking conundrum. Being a black American or having black American heritage and Canadian is... It is. It can be an identity crisis. And this is only from being there for 100 hours. But I do believe it's some meat there. And I'm coming back out the rabbit hole because we can spend a lot of time there. However, Aubrey, you may have, you may have an advocate with me. And I'm going to finish this blunt and come back to you. So I think what my real honest beef with Drake is, is I feel like he plays to this, I'm a nice boy. He plays it up. It's fine. I get it. He's, you know, like, oh, Drake, credit when it's due, Drake was one of the first, I would say, hip-hop dudes. And I mean, I know people be like, LOL, he's light-skinned, he doesn't count. But no, like, Drake actually paved the way, and now these niggas are talking about their feelings. And that was Drizake, okay? Like, that's that was all Drake. However, 
I feel as though Drake uses that I'm a nice boy card, so I'm entitled. Dead ass. Listen, Sydney, I swear to God, you got to go to Canada. When you roll up in Canada with me, you are going to experience it the way I experienced it. And don't get me wrong. All the shit that you are upset about is valid. Let me be honest with you. Is valid. However, the conundrum is bigger than just a disposition. He's going to have to unlearn multiple layers of culture that, um, in order to satisfy you. I need shelter from the rain to ease the pain from changing. You ain't no. listening to the end of um, Scorpion? That's how Scorpion ended. It ended with a boys to men interlude where they were crying in the rain in 1993. And it was awesome. It, it was it was Aubrey-esque, I tell you what. Scorpion was a bop. Scorpion was a bop because of 40. We talked about this in season one. 40, the producer of Scorpion, the Drake's main producer, and whoever else put these tracks together, Travis Scott most likely, um, and a lot of other people who style Drake Bites. Um, they put together a good album. That was a, it was some solid pieces there i may go back and revisit but i'm i've just extended my generosity to kanye so i yeah i i, I don't have any more space for anyone else right now all done it's all good welcome back finally we're back from existential hell we have shifted to quantums since we last visited you guys not one but two quantums we're measuring them now we are the quantum shifting as fairies from the catnips podcast i am lexi i'm the i am the science behind energy and motion this is your data analyst butterfly meowington <laughs> it's Sid rain <laughs> so happy to be back yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for space. Y'all, dead ass. Thank you guys for being patient with us. That's a real ass like thing because I think we've been having so much fun with the podcast and we've been going so hard with the podcast, like really trying to deliver a dope, authentic experience for you guys that is like, we don't get time to listen to the podcast and apply the podcast before we got to make another podcast some days. So you are going to take a little journey back two quantums ago when Sid and I were howling at the moon off of Adderall. I mean, and it's not just like us not having time. We're like, you know, bitch, we busy. You busy. We all busy. So like, and it's so nice that everyone can be as flexible with us just as you are going to want that same flexibility like it's all love you know so and i appreciate everybody just people be sending us a lot of love crazy applies to my life in 2019 october we finna be out this bitch anyway we finna be out 2019 but it really does so it's so amazing to hear all the really good perspective that we had last year. And it just reaffirms that we have to trust in our gut. Trust yourself. Cause this is the thing. All right, we about to go quantum shifting. So with the gut, the physical location of the gut is located near your solar plexus and your lower spine region, right? Is right in the middle, right? And the reason why is because this specific one controls your energy and your ability to manifest shit that's where your money making abilities are is what you got that's where your confidence is for creating new shit abundance movement so when so when you're trusting your gut you're trusting your intuition you're trusting that part of you that can feel through things it's okay to feel feel everything you need to feel so you can get it right you know feelings are indicators value yourself value your faith value your circle value everything there's so much to be grateful for because even when you're going through it it's like damn well luckily i have these resources i could go to 
and I have this value in the community or value, it's it's truly important. And it's important that you see it in yourself so motherfuckers know how to come at you. Because once they see how highly they treat you, like they can't step down. And this is the thing. Everything has a value. If you think that you out here and you don't and you don't you can't identify your own value, you are setting yourself up for failure. Because guess what? Somebody else assessed your value for them, for their convenience, for their benefit. And trust and believe they're gonna get what they need out of it. Like people are we all self we all are self-serving. Like stop, let's let's not pretend that we not. And so if that's what the case is, then you definitely need to know how to play the game walking in the door. You know what I'm saying? So huh, I want y'all to step on your keep your I keep your foot on your own neck. Make sure that you are giving your best to yourself before you give your best to anybody else because trust and believe value does not last forever when you are going through shit it's very easy to drown in that negative inner voice and you have to practice these affirmations and you have to See this value and you have to speak on it and be proud on it. You got that masters? Please sprinkle it. Sprinkle it like lemon pepper upon the wing. In the strip club as the lights glow off the highlight off of Princess's ass cheek. Sydney, that is lit that felt like a Sistine Chapel. So I went to Blue Flame for brunch yesterday after a weekend long in Canada and the lighting, the ambiance, the people, goddamn me, the lemon pepper fried wings. Oh my God. Whoo, the collard greens. Girl, the camaraderie. I didn't know they had greens at Blue Play. <laughs> I didn't know they had wings at Blue Play. That's all. <laughs> You don't go for the brunch. I mean, no. I mean, I knew they had wings, but not greens. <laughs> yes, girl. And them greens were, girl, them greens was so fucking good. Bitch, I was in, it felt like the spa. When I tell you, I was so happy. Like, like the girls was just naked and having conversations with me about like being a pescatarian and I was looking up research about like house plants that don't require much sunlight or effort like I felt like I was really at peace at the strip club and I like I had so like I had this overwhelming sense of just like like my frequency started vibrating cleaner and I was like you know what I'm ready now. I'm back. I am back. I'm back exactly where I need to be. And it feels amazing. Yes. Yeah. And that wouldn't I wouldn't have had that anywhere else except for the strip club. You have to get back in your natural environment. Not natural environment, but your the environment. <laughs> the environment you're comfortable with. The environment you feel very comfortable. You love. A, a environment you find comforting. I was not born and raised in a titty bar. I just and I. I don't mean to make that impression. <laughs> I need that on record. I need that on record. But my mama choked the shit out of me. I was not born and raised in any type of stripping. I was born and raised in Missouri. Stripping isn't even legal in Missouri. No, exactly. Like, huh. Damn. I'm not sure who said this, but know your worth and add tax. I see that floating around. Mm-hmm. And tax at this point is expensive as fuck. So I think that's like a hundred percent. Bitch, more. At, at least like at least fifteen percent. No, that's way too low. I said a hundred. A hundred percent. Gas is high. What you value, you will prioritize. If you value that dick and you had a dick appointment set up for like 8 30 your friend's flat tire at 8 22 
is questionable. Like, okay, um, sis, you got AAA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you, you know, got other priorities, then you may be able to be like, oh, well, got to cancel the dick appointment or insert whatever you value. This episode is not about dick appointments. Oh, here we go. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland is is a whole series. She drops down multitudes of, of rabbit holes. She takes lots of potions and drugs. Like, hey, baby. Hmm, somebody isn't up on their Disney trivia. Listen, so speaking of Disney and Trivia, I was laying in Toronto after a crazy ass weekend. Y'all, let me tell you, ain't not nine one of you bitches doing what I do in 24 hours, let alone 48 or however you multiply that afterwards. But when I was laid up in Toronto, um, you know, just having a gander at my life. I was thinking about Sydney, and in my thoughts, she reminded me of Simba from The Lion King doing the Akuta Matata song with him and Pumbaa and to, um, when Pumbaa and Timon was, you know, singing a song, and he transitioned from a little cub into a big cub, but you could see the fur growing down his back. I'm a hairstylist. I'm always going to clock fur, even if it's cartoon. So... The fur was growing down his neck. And I just feel like Sydney isn't growing more hair. But I do feel like I can see her. Her, It is doing something. And so I feel like I can see whatever this doing something is. It's forming her mane where she's growing into a real nigga ass lion. And I remember the day I knighted Sydney a real nigga. And to see where she is now... I'm just, whew, I'm not crying. I'm cutting onions. And it's just, I'm proud of you, my nigga. Like, you a real ass nigga. And to everybody listening to my podcast, I have a sword in my hand. And I am placing it because you are on one or two knees. And I'm placing it on both of your shoulders and knighting you also a real ass nigga if you are anything outside of a black listener this does not authorize you to say it don't don't get don't get fucked up however i'm letting you know that you are in a safe space and you have value as a real ass nigga so sydney i see the fur growing down your back it is awesome Meow, Akuna Matata, Akuna Matata, Akuna. It means not when like he started singing and he was the deep voice, Danny Glover. That's where you are. You know what? Thank you so much. But I just could not really get into this new Lion King, and it just had all to do with the graphics. I don't want to see a real ass lion. I don't need to see a real ass lion pretending to do shit. It threw me the fuck off. I was like, is this National Geographic? And I was like, you know what? This, these are some actors, and it's the fucking technology i don't need to see animals talking in real life it fucks me up i don't want to see it and i you can hear a collective sigh across the entire because remember we did this whole thing for where we had all of these parties and shit so we had all this food and all of this stuff there and all you could hear was beyonce's dry ass voice all you could see was the animals with no color in their eyes or in their fur and or any of that. And the compliment I was giving you was based on the original Lion King, not on this new shit. Thank you. Yes. And that's what, and that's what I was picturing. I would never disrespect you like that. So people call me like v- different variations of like daddy is little daddy is <laughs> daddy <laughs> and it's big daddy. So, you know, you figure out which one works best for you. What else is going on, Sid? You know what? There's a lot going on. (laughs) It's a lot of shit going on, bitch. To be real. Um, To be real, real. So, it's getting chilly outside. Like, this past weekend. Why the fuck is not? Well, in Los Angeles, girl, I had to, I don't see with my AC on. That's pretty much it. It was like, it was hot, hot, hot. Like literally last week when I was out of school, there was an announcement. It was like, 
there are there's no outdoor recess or PE is too hot. Keep the kids inside. And now it's cold. Sydney. Stay cold. It was 102 degrees today. In Atlanta? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. It was 102 on my dash today in Atlanta. So I don't know what in the Al Gore gl- global climate change we are experiencing, but nigga, we is in two different geographies. I think our show is so dope because we are able to do this no matter where we are. And the last time we saw each other, we were in goddamn California. So let's take a trip down memory lane and go back to LA, Oakland, Concord, San Fran, our whole little quantum shift. Let's go back two quantums ago and catch these niggas up on what the catnips have been up to. So shout out to Christina, who hosted us in Oakland. Shout out. You know, little, um, not not little, because she, we major. Shout out to my major boo. As a matter of fact, yes. Yes, I mean, that is an affirmative statement. I detected no lies. That's it. So, (laughs) yes, that's us. Clear. Clear. Very much something. Okay. Yes, we had such a good time in Oakland, and it just felt so good to be back. It just felt so nice because Oakland is right off of the water. The whole bay is, so it all has like the breeze. Oakland is warmer than San Francisco, but Concord, where we were for the concert, was hot as hell. But the more inland you go, the hotter it is. So anytime you're off the water, especially San Francisco, you need a little jacket because it's cold. But we had such a good time. Listen, it was a dope ass time. So we went to the Lights On Festival. We always do shit the most dramatic way possible because we think we are like, because I'm I'm pretty sure I'm like at least a baby celebrity now. Like, God damn me. So we went from LA to Oakland. We got there and this festival, we did a lot of shit, but let me focus on this festival for a second. This festival was in the middle of like wheat colored mountains. And I have never seen anything so naturally gorgeous. And I'm I'm a black woman, don't get me wrong, but America really geography wise is a gorgeous country. And so like just looking, just being in that landscape with that music and just that energy, it was incredibly peaceful as fuck and then they had prosecco everywhere like and if you know anything about me lexi plus champagne equals far too much unnecessary confidence and i had so much fun with it we had so much champagne and you know what this let me knew my talent was up so once i started my master's program in my professional development class my professor let all of us know that we would all be drinking a lot more once we were in this program. And her ass is not live because my tolerance was up there. And a year ago, Sydney would not have been able to handle all that champagne. I don't know. Last year, Sydney was not had not been introduced to Addison, and that is a quantum shift within itself. And then, um, yeah, that masters that. That I that anxiety from I gotta get this shit done, or I'm gonna be in debt till I till my kids die. Then yeah, you you definitely need a swig to handle that. Some days I feel you, I feel you, fam. So we checked out her Janae Aiko, oh Ari Lennox, sexy ass, Summer Walker, sexy ass. I was trying to throw my panties at. At Daniel Caesar and I was gonna write like song request. Daniel was like singing beautiful and Lexi was everyone I'm writing down requests on my panties <laughs> I didn't sound like that I wasn't that loud and you have me fucked up I was there <laughs> you it's here. okay no you weren't <laughs> I wasn't there. But Daniel was great. (laughs) Her was incredible. I think it's so impressive. Like, everything about that chick is just so impressive. Like, 
youngest artist to like have her own festival youngest female artist first r&b festival gorgeous location sexy dope ass lineup like Daniel Caesar needs to be grateful like I was trying to hump his leg because nigga right because you was over here playing this post post cancel I don't care if you guys cancel me ass music nigga I didn't listen to that I didn't come here for that that's why that is why I felt the need to write the songs we did want to hear on my underwear and throw them at you on stage I was doing you a favor I could have wrote that shit on a tomato Okay, because I didn't come here for that shit. So at least I was trying to get the crowd to stay comfortable because they were getting a little riled up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice my panties. This is what really happened. It wasn't what, what the happened? fuck Sid said. I'm going to tell you what happened. I found me. The crowd was getting anxious and they started heckling him because he was playing this new somber post-cancel oh. Daniel Caesar bullshit. That only 5,000 people listen to. And I was like, calm down, everybody. It's not, we don't need a riot. That we didn't come here for that. I'm gonna take my panties off because I don't have a pen and paper. And I'm gonna write down some songs you wanted, y'all could want, y'all might want to hear. And then I'm gonna manage it. So I was doing crisis management because I'm a hip hop okay. Olivia Pope bitch. And that's what happened. I've seen you do this in the shop. There were hecklers. You are the heckler. <laughs> It was you. You were the you were the bad guy and Olivia Pope. I did exactly what Olivia Pope would have done just now. I love how I tell stories way better than how people tell stories for me. You're not telling the same story. That's why you just. <laughs> I'm telling the better story. That's what I'm doing. Yo, so Sid and I was down in Miami at the Rolling Loud Festival, the Miami version, the Miami trap version of what we did in California. And Sid said, why don't you go talk to this guy? He's talking about Kanye. I said, I don't talk to strangers. And I literally thought back maybe eight minutes before. <laughs> And all the strangers we swindled and fucking rolling loud. And I was like, damn, I, I really be believing the shit that I say. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Damn, that's not what happens. Okay. Anyway, that ass. Lights on festival was everything. So what was also happening during this time was there was a full fucking moon in Pisces on September 13th. Okay, so let me get weird with y'all. My number is 31. So it was my number backwards on September, which is six months after my birthday, in my sign of Pisces. Because I'm a Pisces. And we made dead ass intentional demands for the moon. Not demands. It was one to one. It was beautiful. I mean, we were talking, like, we went outside. Like, Christina had this beautiful set. And in California, um, which is a beautiful farming state, but there are lots of succulents and there are lots of plants and horticultures that's built for the desert. So they're built to last. So we would just see all this beautiful, all the beautiful plants and succulents and orchids. And there was a cat and the moon and it was just beautiful. And us being able to be intentional and to recenter and talk about our values to get us back aligned, to let us know what we needed, because it was we 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 go through shit just like everybody else. We go through shit. We go through ups and downs and whatever, and which is why we can do this podcast. And because Lexi and I would just talk to each other about our own shit, we would give each other advice, remind us of who the fuck we were, remind each other of who the fuck we were. And that's what we did this weekend also. That day was like, it was so much power and energy in that moon. It was so much like heavy. Like it felt like the moon was in Oakland with us. Like, all right, like you're going to sleep on the bunk bed with us, you know. And whenever the energy is that strong, especially with my connection to it, it was just like, that's when you can create quantum shifts in your life. That's when you can create 
like all of those incredible like bitch my life blew up type ass moves in your life and literally be we've been going so hard because we want to make sure that like our shit is like exactly how y'all need it and so with us being such a transparent show the shit we go through the shit we go through to be able to have these conversations require us to be incredibly aware of every part of our lives so it ain't even that we relaxing we may have a day off but it's like what can I learn from this part of my Saturday what can I learn from this part of my Sunday what can I learn from my frustration what opportunity is here and so just the way we was just like serving it like we got this affirmation we want this out of the energy we want that and we was just like we was so on that shit let me tell you when you ask for that shit let me tell you all hell is going to break loose so if you've been praying over a job, you've been praying over an education, you've been praying over a nigga, you've been praying over whatever you value, trust and believe all the old obstacles are going to come back up. All the old negative thinking that stopped you 20 years ago, stopped you 10 years ago, all of that shit is going to come to your, to the center of your chest to distract you. It's going to, obstacles are going to just pop up out of nowhere and that's okay that means you're doing exactly what you need to do and if you can learn how to still your mind long enough to remember that these obstacles need to happen for you to get these opportunities that you're praying and asking for then you are going to always be able to champion life and Sid and I were talking this weekend when we was resynchronizing and I said to her I was like everything can change when you solid in yourself everything can change yes and what Lexi means by us going hard going hard like being intentional making plans executing and accomplishing our goals being in school working full time trying to have fun, trying to balance life, take care of yourself, eat right, exercise, make sure you good, check on your friends and family, like all while also wanting to create and be a creative and work on the podcast and, you know, and then wanting to have fun and do shit. A lot of people are not going to understand the shit you do. And people are not going to do everything you can do. They can't do the shit you do. I feel like people can't do this shit I do. And we feel like people can't do the shit we do. And that's a goes for you also. So people aren't gonna understand you hustling. They're not gonna understand you going hard. Only you will truly understand your like why you value that so much. And you wanna keep your community, yeah, you wanna keep your community thinking like that also. Like you don't want someone to be like, damn, like you doing X, Y, and Z, you doing too much. What, did like all that negative talking because you don't want that to be contagious for you and get to you because we already bitch we already got a battle life what you value you will protect what you value you will put boundaries around what you a boundary what you value you will be like and eh, eh, bitch you can't have that and that comes with even how you think about yourself the obstacles around you because like people will love to people that try to use you well they don't see you going that hard all they see is you saying yes and all they see is you being successful about it you know you so definitely make sure that you and you is on point listen i'm gonna stand up for me if if the story gotta shift i'm gonna do what i gotta do you know but you gotta position yourself to where you are you are investing into the part the part of the life that you're praying over you know what I'm saying? Like, because people love saying, damn, I wish I could win the lottery, but they ain't using no ideas that can help generate more income. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I prayed over this podcast. I said that I wanted this. This is something that I haven't been able to just be like, fuck this, I can't do it. Even when shit is tough. And when I do, like, something to be like, something to pop up that'll just remind me, like, no, don't give up no stop fucking around and you sometimes when we get frustrated you gotta sit still and get really quiet with yourself 
and realize like I cannot lose what I'm committing myself to and so I'm gonna take this mental step back but I'm not gonna be defeated by my obstacle you're always bigger than your problems you're always gonna be healthier stronger smarter on the other side of your obstacles so do that shit deal with that shit okay so I'm always talking about books one of my favorite books is by Ayana Van Zandt. It was given to me by my precious, my beloved mentor. She is like, girl, I'll rob a bank for her. Oh. Listen, I'll be Cleo, just as, as usual, as usual. Anywho, she gave me this book, and it's called The Value in the Valley. And, you know, I really can't fuck with Ayana Van Zandt outside of books because she yelled too much. I can't handle the yelling, but this book is actually really precious because it talks about how to manage those in-between moments between blessings, that low obstacle discomfort that we have while we're transitioning. The valley is that area that the sun isn't isn't giving the most light to. You know, the valley is where the water is at. The valley is where the animals are at, you know. The mountains is where we're heading because we're growing and we're climbing and we're reaching this value, this this accomplishment of this mountain. But there is value in the valley, and so it just teaches you how to manage your life so your valleys can be like as small as possible and your mountains can get as high as possible. And that comes from how you talk to yourself and how you manage stress and how you assess being present. And all of the all of the different things that basically you hear us talking about. So you want to read it in a book version, check this book out. It is called The Value in the Valley by Ayana Van Zandt. Van So my mom went from zero cats and was like, Sydney, well, what do I do with a cat? And then once she like, she took on mischief, my first baby who I got in Savannah, my first cat. And she would call me and be like, whispering in this low voice, Sydney, I saw a man at Walmart and he had a box of kids. Like, and mom, it's okay. We can talk about like, why are you whispering? So now she's like, I don't know if I'll always have a dog, but I will always have a cat. And I just love how I made my whole family cat. My family still don't fuck with them. And that's okay. But at least now they're not like, ah, get that shit off me. Now they just like, okay, minion, you can head on out now. And they kind of like try to be chill with it. You know what I mean? They find a common ground. Two-point game approaching three to go. Golden State is having a 73% shooting fourth quarter. The undefeated Warriors come to within two. So it is fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter of the Yizzy. Do you have your niggas lined up for the season? It's fantasy nigga football this year. Do you have you picked your team? Who's on your roster? What's, what, what football team are you pulling for in 2019 NFL, bitch? Who you rocking with? What's your quarterback looking like? Do you have do you have a blocker? Do you have the guy who bends over and throws the ball? Do you have everything in place? Do you have a defense? Do you have offense? Do you have a coach, assistant coach, water boy? We're running out of time. Cuffing season started way back in August. It's October. This, and listen, I want you to understand this. You have to pick your niggas accordingly, okay? This is the season for fluffy niggas. This is the season for niggas with gold teeth that work in factories and have a steady check for holiday presents. This is the season for older niggas who can afford to cash out. This is the season for niggas who you may not want to be seen in public with, but they have nice houses to go to. Okay, sis? It's a time and a place for all of these niggas. It's such a surplus of penis nowadays. As long as it's quality peen, um, is the, is that, that's where the kittens are signaling, that's where they draw the line. 
Now is the time to retire the nigga that you want to travel with. You know what I'm saying? Now is the time to, to retire the nigga that you go to summer concerts with. Now is the time to retire the nigga with a really nice body. Okay? And sis, don't get snatched up by these hobosexuals. The ones that's hitting you with the I miss you, hey big head, I should've I should have never left, all of that bullshit. You wanna know why? Because right now they need a place to stay warm. Well, actually, well, I don't know, depending on where you are, because in L.A. they're chilly, but in Atlanta, it may still, is it, does the, does the weather right now in, on the eastern coast interfere with this cuffing season? Sydney, I don't even think Al Gore knew to answer this question. I actually have the question, the answer for you. Okay, so check this out. This is the season to start breaking it off with the picnic nigga and the outdoor nigga you know what i'm saying he can't accurately um create like a nice sturdy warm home for you but if you outside then you can definitely enjoy like a you can still hit him up for like a botanical garden situation Ooh, okay you see what i'm saying so he actually he's a wild card this year this is your wild card the hobo sexual doing global warming how so wait wait okay so he's a wild card because he may or may not be beneficial because the weather may or may not increase his urgency for solidifying a relationship however the opportunities for fun are still available because the outdoors is his real home you know what however you got him spread the car spread out it's time to rearrange the team it's time like we want to talk about values bitch if you haven't already started shopping for Christmas or started thinking about what you want to do for the holidays you are already behind so now is the time to get them in order Um, maybe it's time to unblock that one maybe you want to semi unblock them like he can text you but he still can't see your story I get it I burn the bridge when I'm done so I totally understand but that's just a Scorpio in me. But um, nevertheless, it's time to rearrange them. So start to rearrange them by what you are valuing. So do that how you see, yes, and do that how you see accordingly. What's gonna be best for you and your schedule. And we are not being sorry. Like that nigga gotta fit in with here, where he fit in. Bitch, listen, as Meg told us, a college girl but a freak on the weekend i eat that dick up even when i'm going vegan which means that she is prioritizing her schedule and her health and her sexual prowess and don't let me hear you talk about potential because you should not be throwing thought them because it's still warm out so i imagine there it's still summer dress or it's still romper short season on the east coast it's not like that here. So don't let me hear you wasting, you losing like, like you just got an extra month of summer and you're wasting it on potential. I don't want to hear it. Potential is not measurable. It's not observable. It's not a number. It looks different from everybody's point of view. It's like an asshole. We all got one. If you start singing, I gotta, I'm about to shave my pussy song, that means your pussy is singing, shave me so we can go get some dick. That's, that's what you meant. That's what's happening. That's when your pussy starts taking over your brain is when you start singing that song. That's when it start reaching into your brain and start reprogramming you to go see a fuck boy. You know what I'm saying? Not that you shouldn't be groomed. And sis, you know your schedule. I don't. That has nothing to do with me. Your vaginal health is not my issue. But if you know you jump in the schedule, you know what I'm saying? Because it's some some fuckboy dick. And trust me, girl, toxic dick is the best dick. I get it. Girl, I get it. Toxic dick is the best. But um, either way it go, keep your shit together. We got our niggas strategically placed and we're not 
We're not over amplifying the wrong niggas. You know what I'm saying? We got a nice three, four spread out for this here holiday season. I want you to make sure that you make this last hundred days of the year count. Like, where are you with your goals for the year? This was a dynamic year, being booked and busy, but did you really get to accomplish everything that you needed to accomplish? And if you didn't, you got 100 days left until this next year. You know, so really amp up the game. So make sure that you're finishing strong. You know, so if that means you got to reread journals and goals and, you know, go back over lists. Maybe you need to itemize your debt, see what you paid off and what you could do better with. You know, figure out what you want to do for next year. Make new lists. Like, start thinking about where you are with your life and where you want to be and how close you are to that by what you're doing right now. Because every step counts. Every action matters. Every decision accounts for something. So put that effort into it now and start doing your research. If you don't know, then that means you need to find out. So go do the research. Which brings me to the book Unbalanced Brunch. So I've been saying this for a minute. I'm not fucking with this book then busy shit no more. Like... I want to set goals for myself and live a balanced life to getting them. Like, because going so hard that you exhaust yourself is real. And I'm physically experiencing that right now. Don't get me twisted. You can't hold a resilient nigga like myself down. It's just impossible. But I may have to lay my own ass down so that I don't get knocked down sometimes. And where I'm at right now is like, that really dope space in between blessings where I'm really like getting all my thoughts clear, getting my plans together. I'm buying time to make sure that I make my next decisions, my best decisions. And I want you guys to do the same thing. So take that time out. I am starting a brunch for next year. It's going to be a quarterly brunch, just like everything else that I'm doing with my podcast. Because purpose of the cat of the catnips podcast was to create a safe space for people to be themselves and everything that i know i need i know i'm not the only person that needs these things so i want to create environments where we all get in what we need and we're all exchanging that and so the booked and balanced brunch is a reflection of that um I want you to start your year on purpose. I want you to have an amazing year on purpose. I want you to be intentional about it. So while we're connecting with our ancestors and eating our traditional New Year's Day brunch that I love about the South, we're also going to fuck it up with some dope ass um, vision boards where we just play around and just dream and think about what it is that you want. You got, If you couldn't fail, what would you do? If you knew you weren't going to fail, what would you do? So we're going to approach it like that. And then I want to have resources on hand so that if you want to write it out, you can. You can plan it out. You want them planning ass niggas? Cool. I got you. If you want to start planning your next trip because you're ready to travel and visit the world and all of that, then I might have somebody on hand for that. Everything that you say you want to do, I'm going to have a person available. Because I want you to be able to experience the world the way you want to. But it has to be on purpose. So starting January 1st, 2020, meet us for the Booked and Balanced Brunch. The Bitch Better Have My Money edition where we learn financial management as well. And we about to get it popping. I'm so excited to continue living my life on purpose that I want you guys to be able to too. And the lessons that I'm learning in order to do that are all found in this podcast. Like, I'm telling you shit as real as I'm learning it. I'm telling you as hard as I'm feeling it, I'm speaking it. So it's like, listen, learn, and live. Like, we about to do this shit so dopely. I'm just super excited about all the events we have coming up. We have our Trap and Paint. (laughs) That's going to be really exciting. So everyone should come fuck with us. That's December 30th at a secret ass location dm us the catnips for more information we're having our amazing devil's lettuce new year's eve pop-off celebration the devil's lettuce new year's eve dinner party is like an extreme cannabis social experience like we're gonna have freshly prepared three four entree dinners expertly brought to us by Desi Date Nights. Like, 
This food is going to taste so incredible. We're going to have vegan options. Everything is going to have weed in it. Don't act like you ain't know. And we're going to have like different ways of keeping you caffeinated throughout the experience. Jello shots, caffeinated drinks, all kind of pops and fizzles to make sure that you're awake. And it's going to be, like I said, it's a social experience. We're going to be in a beautiful art house. Everybody's going to be dressed up and sexy and all that shit. And we're also going to make sure that y'all are fucked up the whole night. Bottles on bottles on bottles. And y'all know I love champagne. Oh, y'all know I love champagne. Tons of champagne. So, yeah. So, New Year's with catnips is going to be dope. We have so much shit that is, like, lined up for us. Like, it's going to be so incredible. I'm really excited for everything we have in store. Okay, y'all. Always remember to keep your value high. Remember your value. And to honor your values. Protect your values. Set boundaries around your values. And to be, you know, honest about what you're committing to. You know what I'm saying? Organize your niggas. And make sure that you have a fruitful autumn. A great harvest season. Hottem, thottem. And make sure you follow us on all of our platforms. Where can you find us at? On Instagram. You can also find us, Catnips Podcast, online. You can listen to our podcast on our website. We also have our merch store coming soon. Stay tuned for that. But you can also find our podcast on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Listen, we're coming to Pandora soon, so you'll be able to find us everywhere. Don't forget, it's the catnip, C-A-T-N-I-P-Z, as in zoop. And we are out. Remember to value yourself. You got to be your best friend. But in the meantime, we are too. So have a good night. Wow, wow, wow.